Welcome to Me, Myself, and Millie, a podcast about pop culture and hot goss through the lens of your nosy neighbor. I'm your host and nosiest of neighbors, Millie Brooks, and this is episode 20. Today's topic is hairstylist gossip with guest and professional hairstylist, Daniel Mizo. Welcome, Daniel! Thanks, Millie. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. <laughs> Daniel just asked me if um, that was rust in the bottom of his water cup, uh, water glass, and um, it wasn't. I had to tell him it was coffee. So she gave me a dirty glass. I gave him a dirty, dirty glass. glass That's how I treat all my guests, mm. with mm. the highest, the highest of luxury here. <laughs> <laughs> Just mix a little coffee with your water. <clears throat> all right, so let's clarify one thing. If you are listening to this episode for tips and tricks on how to style your hair, or just general hair care and grooming care, this is not the episode for you. Daniel is not here to give you a grooming makeover, okay? Daniel is here to talk real, raw, and rare gossip. I mean, think about it, guys. So hairstylists are just human vaults of secrets. Yes? True. True, true. People tell them everything. So let's get started. Daniel, right. now this is something I ask. This is just a routine question that I ask everybody mm -hmm. that comes on the show. Um, before we launch into the interview, do you have any good neighborhood goss? I've got lots of neighborhood goss. Okay, well give us some okay, good bits. Okay, so uh, basically I've been living in my apartment for about a year now and for uh, whatever reason I have... Um, had three different neighbors, you know, just have these very interesting, quirky little habits. Uh, one of which was a guy who lives, I thought, in my building, but I think is in the building next door, but clearly loves his ciggies. He goes out for a cigarette break probably every 15, 20 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And so when he's out there, it's just, you know... Thankfully, I can't smell it, uh -huh. but it sounds like he's bringing. You up. hear the hawking. Oh, it's like a lung. It's like it's like literally an <laughs> organ is coming out of his throat. Oh my god, yeah. that is that's so, power. Right yeah, there. no, it's it's tested. That's the something patience. that's really stuck tested in there. Tested the patience many a times that I want to be like, dude, dude, dude. What are time, you doing? Time to stop. I've had lots of like daydreams about what I could do to this person. Yeah, but I won't. Yeah. Well, they're doing it to themselves. They they are. You know. They are. So, um tell me. Yeah. The you, juiciest. The wait, juiciest. Wait. The juiciest is okay, the funniest thing is is my next-door neighbor who I share a wall bathroom wall with. So, um I mean, the hottest gossip is you know, he he clearly works on the peninsula because he's getting home at like 10 p.m. every night. And many a night, I can hear him running from the elevator down the hall to his apartment, which he passes my apartment. And um, most times I'm like, you know, in this calming, relaxing bath, just kind of like wrapping up my day. And he, this dude is just coming home and I can hear him literally just cry out in relief 
as he makes it to the bathroom. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's number one, number two, it's all the above. And so I get he's to, running, like, down the hall. Booking it. Booking it to the bathroom. Yeah. Because he might not make it. Because he's probably going to shit his pants if he doesn't, <laughs> like... And you hear the whole... The whole lead up, the whole oh. relief. Sometimes I mean, there's a little cry. No. While he's running. No. There's like the anticipation of getting the door unlocked in time. Oh God, yeah, and everything's kind of just like yeah. frozen at that yeah. point. Yeah. Wow. It's like this guy should be traveling with like, a catheter. One of those. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> should have a travel catheter. You should travel with a catheter. Come on. Or a diaper. Do they not have bathrooms on those buses? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I think they do. I'm sure that they do. All those commuter buses have restrooms on yeah. them. Because you could be in traffic for, like, hours. Yeah, it's like you Dumb know? and Dumber every day. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's really the good. The bathroom scene, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I do. Okay. I do. I do. <laughs> that was memorable. Okay, <clears throat> what's one of your biggest pet peeves as a hairstylist? Um, biggest pet peeve is possibly someone who is coming in for a free consultation, uh, which is usually about a 10, 15 minute appointment. And that's typical for yeah. you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Uh -huh. So the pet peeve comes in when they show up 10 or 15 minutes late no. to attend to a, yeah, to their appointment. To a 15 minute appointment. Yeah. And, you know, or, you know, basically somebody just showing up 15 minutes late to a appointment for an hour appointment. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you can't, I can't, can't really, do that. can't really, can't really give that you That just messes up the whole flow of the day. Well, it's like, would you really, would you want to show up to a doctor's appointment 20 minutes late and, like, have that much less time with your doctor. Right. Yeah. It's kind of mm -hmm. like the same thing. It's a good point. It's a good point. Or the other biggest pet peeve is, like, when somebody comes in and they have absolutely no clue of what they want to do with their hair. And oh. no way to vocalize. They haven't thought about it. They haven't thought they about haven't thought what about they about want. It. I don't know. I don't know what I want. <sighs> So That's terrible. It's just it's just a little frustrating. It's hard. Because I want to give people you what give they want. You want to give people what they want, but if they don't so, know. But if they don't know, then it's hard. Mm. So then, you know, I ask them Do to. Do you find, like, inspiration photos helpful? Absolutely. Yeah. Best. That's the best thing. That's for, the best thing for, you can do. For me, it's the best thing. Because if somebody, that way it's like the same picture as in both of our heads. If I right. can see what you're thinking, great. If you right. vocalize it, I'm I'm at 90, 95%, 99%, I'm going to get it. Right. But a picture is the best. The picture is the best. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, and some people might even be making themselves, I don't know, they could confuse you more if they're not using the right verbiage. Right. You know, maybe yeah. they, they just want highlights, but they really just yeah. want, you know. A trim to some people five inches off. Right. To another person, it could be a half an inch. A half an inch. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, okay, so what is the nicest thing a client has ever done for you? 
let's see. Well, Christmas time is coming up, so that's always a nice time of year. The fat tips kind of are plentiful, but uh, that's nice. Yeah, that's helpful. I mean, yeah, like I had a, I have a ninety-something-year-old client who is so sweet. Like one year, she brought in uh, duck breast for me to enjoy for my Christmas dinner. That was pretty nice. Wow. Yeah, that was. That's kind of the nicest. But I honestly think that's that, like, really unique. It is. I mean, we talked about duck. We talked about liking it and everything. So. Mm. Oh, that's that special. Was, yeah, she. She remembered she a conversation. Remembered nice. Yeah. So very thoughtful. That's nice. But I think like the nicest thing. I think the nicest, one of the best parts about doing what I do is just kind of being able to formulate authentic relationships with people and everything and through conversation. It's just those recommendations or referrals that people give for like everyday life, whether it's like a great masseuse or a great manicurist or a great dermatologist or, yeah. you know. Great acupuncturist exactly. or things chiropractor. That are, things or... that actually, you know, improve one's like yeah. everyday or daily life existence just kind of so I like thoughtful that. Yeah. thoughtful Thought, mm -hmm. thoughtful helpful lifestyle tidbits absolutely I love it okay so let's really dive into things here what is the most shocking story <clears throat> anyone has ever told you while sitting in your chair <laughs> and um, don't there's hold a lot back. no don't there's a lot back. um Okay, there's a couple that come to mind. One is a gal that came in for a bang fix um, because she had taken her boyfriend's toenail clippers to cut her bangs. And What? Yeah, of all sharp objects in the house, she chose the boyfriend's toenail clippers. No! Yes. Yes. So, why? 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 I don't why? know why. Why? Why would you not? Why the toenail why not, clippers? Why not your scissors? Well, why what, not your were, kitchen scissors? Was it the ones with like, they're like scissors, but like a very small? No, no, no. Small... I think she clipped them. She clipped. She clipped them with like one of those things yeah. that are like a, they, they're they like a pry, you know? Oh, yeah. They like snap open and you yeah, press yeah. them together. That was her <gasps> tool of choice that day. So, needless to say, they were not... They didn't end up the way she was hoping. And uh, that was probably... That story will never leave my mind. Ever. Because I think it's... I just think it's kind of horrifying. <laughs> to, to know that you use toenail clippers on your hair to clip your own bangs. That's pr That yeah. feels like blasphemy. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, there are certain... Hair blasphemy. The, hair blasphemy. Yeah. It just feels like there are certain, you know, everybody's in a tight spot sometimes, you know, but, like, that just feels like it should never happen. Like, why no. don't you just take a kitchen knife? Why don't you take your blowtorch? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> anything that will sever one piece from yeah. another. It's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, anything else? Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot. But I think, I think the most shocking story was a story that came from a longtime client who uh, 
confessed to me that pretty much every time they're not at home. Yeah. They like to have an affair. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... No. It's, it was just slightly uncomfortable because... Cleo, uh, Cleo needs a drink after oh, hearing Cleo. that. Yeah. Well, she's, she's, I don't know if her water is as good as mine. <laughs> because... She doesn't have coffee in it. <laughs> yeah. That was a great callback. Mm. Okay, wait. Back to this person who yes. wants to... Mm. Feels like... Step out. Step, step out. out. Step, step out his, in more ways than one. On his lady. On his lady. On his lady. His, his number one lady. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let me um, let me just gather my thoughts for yeah. a second. We're gonna cut to a commercial break here uh, while I I uh, let the dog out and um, uh, get me some new water. Get you <laughs> some more water. Hold on. Hold that thought, everybody. And we're back with Danielle Mizo. Did you just call me Danielle? Danielle. <laughs> did, wait, did I? Yeah, kind of. Was it? It was like a mix between Daniel and Danielle. Well, what it's about okay. Daniel Steele? That's is. Is that a woman or? Is that a, yeah? Man. Good question. Anyways, Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> like the Elton John song. There we go. Um, not a fan. But is not a fan, but good reference is here, and before we went to a break, we were in the middle of talking about an affair. The affair. The affair. Yeah. Well, okay. the, the affair, zuh. Zuh. So this man is a client of yours. Correct. And he will travel for work and frequently go outside of his marriage. That is what I have been told. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's always a little bit, like, uh, I think uncomfortable, like, having somebody tell you that they consciously and frequently cheat on their spouse. Yeah. And I think what makes it even more uncomfortable is I have met the spouse. Yes. Yeah. You have cut the spouse's hair. I have. That's, pr that's triangulating you. It's, well, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's, yeah. But who knows what's happening in their lives? Who knows? I maybe know. they have an open relationship. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's they okay want with that. It? Maybe one wants it. Maybe but, one but doesn't. But he's you know, told this is, you he, oh. This is, this is San Francisco. Right. This is the Bay Area. Right. Maybe I mean, open relationships is, are, they are like. They are as common is, as the poop on the streets. That's true. A lot of shit. There's a lot of shit, lot out, of there. shit out, so. out there. There's a lot of shit out there. Seriously, yeah. I mean, it's not just the gays. Not the gays. It's going to the straights. I've had a lot of straight couples. Um, not straight couples, not two people, but I've had a lot of um, younger straight clients recently talk about the, um, the discussion with their spouse of opening up their relationships. Wow. And... Doing wow. so in a pretty relatively short time, like after being married, which is... Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is fine if that's what they want. Right. Oh, come here, Cleo. Ugh. 
Um, it's fine if that's what you want and you've decided. Yeah. But the whole secretive stuff and going behind somebody's yeah. back to do that. Yeah. That's fishy, right? It's well, fishy, yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of, it's just, you know. It's deceiving and it's betrayal. That's true. It's betrayal. It is, betrayal. It is a betrayal. Well, that's a that takes the cake for some of the biggest gossip I think I've ever heard on this podcast. What? Yeah. Yeah. In 20 episodes. I mean, somebody who's that open about sharing their extramarital affairs with somebody. Yeah. You got to imagine that they're also telling a lot of other people too. Maybe. I you mean, know? No, I don't I don't know. Who knows? Here's the thing. I think there are very very few people in one's life where you let your guard down. You know, it's like you don't let many people into your personal bubble. So it's like, who do you let into your personal bubble? Who do you let your walls down? Who do you kind of become vulnerable with? It's like your lover, your partner, yeah, your family, your close family members, your doctor, yeah, and your hairstylist. And your hairstylist. And your therapist, which is well, basically like, like sometimes your people, yeah, people don't have a therapist. So they treat so their hairstylist hair like a therapist. Like yeah. a therapist. Yeah. You know? True. That's really good. That's really good. I don't know. I don't know how we can top that, but um, we'll try. <laughs> so what is the most terrifying information that anyone has ever told you? Um, the, this is not funny. I'm I'm just laughing out of like how uncomfortable it made me and still makes me when I think about it. But I think the most terrifying information was coming from a young gal, super cute, sat down in my chair for the first time. And within five minutes of speaking with one another, she told me that her father molested her. Out loud. What? Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. How did not, you respond? How did you respond I mean, in that moment? No, I mean, again, not laughing because it's funny at all, but um, it's, no, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. It's, I it's, don't, I, I mean, don't think I, I don't, I don't think I. It's an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, no, and I like, mean, I don't know you and you're, this is not information. Again, it's kind of like treating me as. The, as a, a therapist. therapist and I'm like probably thinking to myself probably not the person you should be telling this to but and also here's the thing I feel like sometimes when people share that type of traumatizing information yeah they re-injure themselves well I'm by sharing probably. it in may and not a safe place let's let's just be honest the hair salon is not a safe place <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, though. Not yeah. that like. I guess. I guess it depends where your hair salon is. I mean. I I just imagine that there's people around you that maybe know you or are part of your community, or you just don't know who you're ever gonna run into. Right. Or who knows you, or who knows somebody else. No. Very true. Very true. So I think that. I mean, it was. You know, I, going back to your question, what did I say? I don't think I actually said anything because there are definitely times when people share information that, you know, a response is just not required. I kind of yeah. just let the conversation, I think, kind of flow organically, like flow into a different topic of, you know, subject. That's wise. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, I don't have... Nothing you could say would be appropriate because that is such a... One, it's such an unfortunate situation for that woman. But also, it's even more unfortunate to, like, bring it up in the context of, like, certain, like, new social situations. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, again, it's just kind of like an odd, an odd thing to say to somebody that you met five minutes prior. Yeah, it's an odd, um, yeah, first statement. But yeah, and I don't know how, how that like relates to hair. I don't know why that was even brought up, but I mean, you know, in, in like the years that I have done hair, it's, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of memories and a lot of emotion that is attached to hair mm. and um, so I don't know if something we were talking especially about especially I think for women too well I mean I right think like it's pop, their yeah. crown in a way right I mean hair is so personal hair personal is so for everybody. personal for yeah, everybody. for everybody yeah I mean if there's any if there's ever been any time in a person's life where somebody has placed some kind of negative judgment or said something, you know, really awful about your hair, particularly when you're young in your formative years, it sticks with you. It stays with you. It's like, yeah, it's like the scar that you kind of carry, carry on because it's really, it's kind of like an attack on your, on your personal the way you present personal yourself. Personal hygiene, personal preference, personal Just, everything. Yeah, it's the Personal way you, beauty, personal... Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's very intuitive of you. I'm not surprised that people think of you as their therapist. Mm. Um, okay. Moving on. Have you ever had to say no to someone's business because of how they treated you? Um, I have a couple times. There's just very clear times when a client will come in and you just kind of know that they're not, it's not going to be a good fit. And so, yeah, I've had a couple times where somebody, okay, red flags will happen just basically with speech. So if somebody comes in and sits down in my chair and they say, give me fucked up looking hair. I'm like, what is, what is... I just can't imagine somebody coming in and being like that. Well, I don't... I I want fucked up hair? So, what does that mean? Like, it it obviously means, like, you... There's something... You're not... You're unhappy in some, some way. Like, you don't... To me, it translates to... I don't feel beautiful. I don't look beautiful. So, I don't... I don't want you to make me look that way. Um... So... When that happens, that to me, that's like one specific instance. I mean, I think I finally told this person, hey, you know, I don't think it's a good fit that we work together. Maybe you should look for a different hairstylist. Yeah. You know. That's a good response. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think it's, it's kind. Yeah. yeah. What about the time, what about people coming in asking you to correct things? People who, <laughs> like, cause who at who who need corrections and they come back multiple times for corrections. Usually, that's another red flag. So there there are definitely situations. There hasn't been many in my 
career where I've had to fire many times where I've had to fire somebody or let somebody, you know, kind of go as a client. But, um, but there are a couple, but there are a couple and it's usually you can just, you can just tell that there's something off. You just tell something's off and often, you know, these people oftentimes I think they want a free haircut. They want a free color. So it's, Uh, I think it's kind of, I think it's intentional. They're kind of working the system a little bit. I feel that way. Mm. I feel that way. It's, you know. Yeah. So. You can get a sense of it. It's better to just say the same thing. Hey, you know, I don't think we're a good fit for another and let's. Let's. I think you should work should with somebody, work somebody else. else. Yeah. Who understands your, your needs? I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. And that's okay. It is okay. There's lots of hairstylists out there. That's right. Um. Tell me about um, the time or, or when people say, "How's it going back there?" <laughs> I remember. You're, you're you refer- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Like you do not like that. People well, don't- it's basically if somebody's asking you. How's it going back there while I'm cutting their hair? It it just basically says, I don't I don't think I don't think you know what you're doing, or I don't trust you. Yes. Um, so um, it's just uh, <laughs> I mean, when somebody asks that, I just want to say it's uh, it's going good. It's going good. I wish you could see what I'm looking at. Right <laughs> <now>. That's what <laughs> I. I mean. <laughs> I mean, or when somebody comes in and they say to you, when you ask them what they want and they just flat out say, I don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, where do you go from there? Well, I usually say, um, why don't you spend five minutes with Pinterest and, 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 you know. Pull up some photos. Yeah. Like we were saying. Look around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's the other, that's the other time. I think that hairdressers can get into, you know, a bind is when somebody comes in, they don't know what they want and they don't know how to vocalize it. And, you know, basically what ends up happening is like the stylist will have a a picture in their mind of what the client is looking for, asking for based upon the description. And that picture doesn't match what's actually, you know, in the Mm -hmm. client's mind. So Mm -hmm. it's best to just ask for a photograph so if you ever find yourself in that when position, in doubt, bring a photograph. Bring a photograph. Photograph is the best way. The best way. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we um, kind of wrap up this episode. Uh huh. So soon. So soon. So soon. Do you have any other juicy or horrifying gossip to share with the listeners? Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, (laughs) uh, I work in a neighborhood that's actually really, really lovely and beautiful, um, in the Bay area. And, uh, you know, unfortunately there's, there's just been a couple incidences in the neighborhood with, um, homeless people that are clearly mentally unstable. Mm -hmm. So I think the most horrifying I tale that I could tell you is one day while doing hair, um, a homeless individual um, ran after another individual past the front of the shop and stabbed her in the back of her arm with some unknown sharp Some unknown object. Sharp object. Flash forward to a conversation about this particular event with a client 
who is a police officer in the Bay Area, and she immediately knew who I was talking about and said, oh, I'm that person's parole officer. No. Yeah. So So you just described that incident of this this individual going up and randomly stabbing people. Yes, which is something that this that this you know homeless person likes to do. No is known. There's there's she's known for this. There's been like this is her trademark. She's known for being an alcoholic meth addict and for um, physically harming people because wow. she that's what she does. Wow. Whether she punches them or spits on a baby or stabs somebody. She spat on a baby? She spat on a baby right before she stabbed the woman in the back of her arm. No! Yeah, yeah so... Okay, so that's, you I mean, were describing on. this that's the to her part. parole officer. Yeah, and that was... <laughs> yeah, which is crazy and ironic, but she knew exactly who she was and um, and gave me her name and everything like that, so. Wow. Yeah. Did she have any advice for, like, what to do in that situation with that type of hostility and no. just coming at you? No, she just said, you? you know, no, I mean, basically, no. It wasn't kind of like, I'm going to give you tips, but just basically be aware of your surroundings and... Always keep your eye out. And she kind of told me exactly where this person always hangs out. Okay. So her spots, her spots in the city. Yeah. This is like, yeah, you just kind of have to. Steer clear. Steer clear. Yeah. Do not want to mess with her. I do not want to, yeah, cross her path. Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. No. I just know I'm a be, target. You don't want to be stabbed. I'm totally a target. I'm a target, especially with my glasses and my backpack on. And your shiny people, blonde hair. You and people are like, let's yeah. fuck her up. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Okay, it's, it's awful because this is real. This is real life. Well, it's real life, but I'm glad that, like, you. That's just a wild story that, like, you just so happened to be. Doing the hair of her parole officer. Oh yeah, yeah. I love, but I love this woman. I love. She's I mean, great. She's great. We should have she's her amazing. on the show. You would love her. Really? Yeah. Oh, I bet she's got some she's good got stories. Some, she got some stories. She's got some. Twenty five years on the force. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long Imagine time. Imagine what she's seen. A lot. I'm sure. A lot of dookie. A lot of dookie. <laughs> Hypothetical Uh and and literal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so is there anything else that we haven't covered? No. That's it. Wow. That's kind of all I want to share. Great. That's great. I I, I, I'm satisfied. Okay. I mean this has truly been a treat. (laughs) Um, thank you so much for sharing those secrets. Thank you. And I know the listeners will be satisfied. Oh, they totally will. Fingers crossed. This is good. This is good, good, good. good. All right. Bye. Ciao. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at Me, Myself, Millie for more podcast updates. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and share on social media. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support and Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. Thanks, cutie bums, and see you next week.